Hi, y'all. My name is Kennedy Tippins. Welcome back to my sixth episode of my podcast, Rooted. I am so grateful you guys are here, and I have been so overwhelmed and blessed with the amount of feedback I've gotten. The amount of downloads have exceeded my expectations, and I'm so grateful and thankful to y'all for that. This episode is going to be finishing up a two-part series on planting seeds and uprooting seeds. I am a little hesitant to finish this two-part series because I know that this episode is going to be a little deeper. Uh, I want to uh, specify and give a little warning that this episode might be very convicting and it is my job to make sure y'all know that whether you're listening at home or doing dishes or you're in the car or wherever you're listening that you know that this episode is supposed to be convicting not shameful I think a lot of times us as Christians do a really bad job of giving off judgment and shame when we should be building each other up and there should be a conviction on our hearts that a lot of times we confuse conviction and shame and we like to take offense and that is not what I'm trying to do. I'm here to love you through whatever hardships you go through in your faith and I'm here to hopefully show you the love of Jesus and what he has to say about some of the sins that we fall into. And with that being said, we're going to get right on into it. We're going to start off this episode in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. It says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, He will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So, Let's break that down a little bit. Uh, what sticks out to me is no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. A lot of times what temptation can do is it can get us in a dark little hole all by ourselves when we really don't realize that there is someone right next to us in their own hole, but there it's dark so you can't really see. And we just don't realize that we are not as alone as we feel sometimes. The enemy is really good about getting us off by ourselves and shaming us for sinning or for doing wrong when really that is not how Jesus works and we will be tempted. That is just, there's no out of that. Ever since the garden, we will be tempted. Ever since that fall of mankind, we will be tempted. There is evil on this earth, but there is hope for us because like we know, God is faithful. He will not let us be tempted more than we can bear. And when we are tempted, he provides an out so that we can endure it. 
A lot of times when I'm discussing a topic instead of a story, I bounce around the Bible and pull verses from different areas. And just like the previous episodes, that is what I will be doing again. If we jump to 1 John 1 9, it says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and he will forgive us for our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. The second episode that I released was all about forgiveness and it really does continue to apply in the episodes after that have been released and will continue because I really do believe that forgiveness sets a foundation of faith and when we really understand what that looks like, we just unlock something in ourselves that Jesus has stored away for exactly when he knew we needed it. And since this episode is about uprooting bad seeds, I want to talk a little bit about what that looks like. So last week we talked about planting good seeds in people and in ourselves, but a lot of times there are bad seeds that we have planted without even knowing it. Sometimes that can mean an addiction. Sometimes that can be a relationship. Sometimes it can be in our own selves, in our own hearts. Maybe that insecurity that is not of the Lord. In Proverbs 10 30, it says, The righteous will never be uprooted, but the wicked will never remain in the land. Maybe that's because the wicked doesn't have a firm foundation to be rooted to. The righteous are rooted in Jesus. And like this passage says, will never be uprooted. There's nothing this world can do that can tear you away from Jesus unless you allow it. But the wicked will be thrown into the ends of the earth. And Jesus allows that. And Jesus wants that. But Jesus won't do that until you pursue that. You have to understand that in order for Jesus to remove sin from your life, you have to choose that path and you have to put in the work and you have to allow that. Jesus gives us a choice. And I think that that choice should not be taken for granted. And so now we're going to talk a little bit about what identifying bad seeds looks like. We talked a little bit about this in the previous episodes, but in the Bible, it says that we can identify trees by their fruit. You know, like I think of, I used to play a lot of Animal Crossing and it's not like Minecraft where it tells you that I know this is about to be a gaming podcast. It's not like Minecraft. Like Minecraft has little labels on all the trees that are like this kind of tree, this kind of tree, like the birch tree, the oak tree, the whatever tree. But in Animal Crossing, it doesn't have that. You just plant an orange and it's an orange tree or you just plant a peach and it's a peach tree. And you know that you are going to reap what you're sowing. And I know that that is kind of a silly analogy, but it gets my point across, doesn't it? So, uh uh-huh, I don't want to hear nothing about it. But just think about that. Like, there are no labels for what we're doing. We know that we're going to reap what we sow. And so, 
we should take a step back from our lives and realize what is being fruitful and what isn't. Some of us have that one thing that when we talk about bad seeds, it's like, bam, like, you know exactly what it is. But for others, maybe we don't know what it is. Maybe we need to pray. And I can guarantee you that all of us have addictions in our lives that we need to uproot and break. And most of the time, I'm going to be honest, we are a lazy society and we just really don't feel like it. Or maybe we don't want to give it up. We are all human. And just like that passage in First Corinthians said, no temptation has overtaken you except for what is common to mankind. And the reason it's so common is because us as humans, we have needs. And I have definitely prayed a prayer before that was like, Jesus, I want this. I want this sin. So tell me why I I want it. Tell me why I can't deny it. And tell me and show me why I shouldn't have it. And open my eyes and help me not want it because I do want it because I'm human. And so just kind of put that into perspective a little bit. I'm going to bounce again. I know shocking, surprising and go to Psalms two, three, let us break the chains and throw off their shackles. I'm telling you right now, our addictions have us in chains and they need to be uprooted and the thing is, is that once Jesus shows us how uprooting bad seeds comes fairly easy because they don't have good roots. They are not grounded in the soil of the Lord. They're grounded in the soil of Satan. And that is the difference between good and bad. That is what makes it so easy because the only thing that's keeping those seeds from being uprooted is our decisions to keep them in the ground. If we jump again to Mark 5.10, it talks about, for context of this verse, it was the man that was possessed by hundreds of demons, legions, and he, uh, the demon, not the man, the demons begged Jesus demons begged Jesus from Nazareth in the human form, like begged him to not send them out of the area. And he casted them out into a bunch of pigs. And this is kind of an inspiring story to me because even though we have our own demons, at the end of the day, they're all going to bow down to Jesus one way or another. And Personally, I would love to say that I can get rid of all my demons by myself, but most Christians know that that's not true. I definitely know that's not true. I need Jesus so much because at the end of the day, I like my demons and some of us give them little names and we don't even realize it and sin can be very comfortable. Living in sin can be a very comfortable way to live, but it's not a happy way to live. And that's the difference. Is this not a loving way to live and it's not fulfilling? 
Galatians 5 1 said, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened against the yoke of slavery. Oh, our sin wants to trap us in slavery, but Jesus died on that cross so that our sins could be forgiven and that we could be free. And what we don't understand is that salvation gives us a freedom, a freedom to show restraint in the name of Jesus, because in today's world, freedom is getting to do whatever we want. But Jesus says that he is giving you the choice to be free in him And being free in him means showing restraint on the sins that we want to give into. And that is so, so important. So important. If we skip a little bit to first, I always pronounce this wrong. First Thessalonians, Thessalonians, (laughs) something like that. Um, I always mess that one up. 412, it says, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anyone or anything or any sin, that we should only be dependent on Jesus. And that is where true freedom comes from and true restraint comes from is when we uproot those bad seeds. And like I said before, it is very easy to do once we ask for the help of Jesus and once we get our minds under control and our hearts under control the rest we really can leave up to Jesus and I also want to talk a little bit about how oh this one's kind of hard to talk about how a lot of addictions that are being broken won't happen overnight. Not because Jesus can't do it, because he can. Him and God can both break things overnight. And sometimes those are the testimonies we hear are uh, chains have been broken overnight. But we all know that God wants to teach us. And sometimes seasons teach us more than just days and sometimes days teach us more than a whole season. It really just depends on how you look at it or how you look for things to learn. And I'm here to tell you right now that there's stuff that I'm still working through in my everyday life. And I know there's tons of people that are working and it's just a day by day thing. And be encouraged that Jesus works in his own time. And sometimes I can be really, really good one day working towards my goal. And then the next day it all comes crashing down. And Jesus is with me every single step of the day and every single moment and goal and milestone and crash. He is with me and he is with you. And he is going to help you uproot those seeds. But sometimes bad seeds they spread around and there's a lot more than one. And sometimes all we can do is work on one at a time. And Jesus is just as much with us then. I would totally love to hear the testimonies from you guys. If you have any, please reach out to me on, I have my social media and I'm on TikTok and I'm on Instagram. I believe that my Instagram 
handle is the pod rooted all lowercase and then I believe that my TikTok handle is the same thing. I'm trying to kind of get the word out there. I really do appreciate you guys all supporting and uh, the feedback I've gotten has been so amazing and I just prayed and prayed and prayed before I started this podcast that it would be fruitful and so far I have gotten so much love and I'm so thankful for that and I know that a lot of these episodes can be really hard to really grasp and hard to hear but I want to encourage you that there is no amount of sin that you can get covered in that Jesus can't rescue you from and take it day by day and pray maybe fast and he loves you so much and he wants you to have the freedom of restraint and I think that that is what I'm going to end this episode on thank you guys so much for joining me come back next week we have kind of a more lighthearted episode and I'm so excited. I love the lighthearted episodes, but I also really do love the dark ones because talking about the dark is one step closer to bringing it to the light and Jesus never ever candy-coated his words and I don't think we should either because like I've mentioned before, we live in a victim mindset of a world and a lot of times Christians have to they don't have to but they feel obligated to candy coat what the Bible says and I wish more than anything when I was a kid I would ask really deep uh biblical questions to some of my mentors in my life and they kind of not all of them, but some of them dumbed it down. Uh, and I missed a lot of what I wish I would have known earlier because I was kind of failed as a kid in these spiritual ways. And I have walked through forgiveness and I now understand that Jesus says what he, that Jesus says what he says. And who are we to correct that? I do love you all. I will see you guys right back here next week and have an amazing week.